Welcome back to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is your main man, aka Crazy Crocker, aka Andres Podcast. I've been trying to do this podcast for like five different times. I actually did another podcast about a different topic, but I decided not to record it or I decided not to air it for reasons that would make people upset. And I do not want to defend my argument because the statements that I s- said was, was based on people the people that I know very well or assume to know pretty well. So I decided not to make that podcast or decided not to air that podcast. So I'm working on this one. So thank you for listening to the Crazy Dre podcast. I'm going to talk about the heart side, resonance, satisfaction, survey, 2023. I may not go through all the questions because I've been being, I like to elaborate a little bit, a bit about life, about living downtown. So if I make it an hour long, I don't think people would listen to it. Someone tried to break it down to two parts, like 25 minutes, 30 minutes. So the heart side resident satisfaction survey is sent to all the families that live downtown. And this survey is trying to get a a kind of a understanding of what people down here think about living downtown and how they can make it better or how they can change things. And so I received mine. And the first question asks where I live, what apartment, what house, what unit, whatever. And then the second question was how long I've lived here. And I lived here just under a year. And then the third question is, overall, considering everything, how satisfied would you say you are living? uh, Excuse me. Overall, considering everything, how satisfied would you say you are living in this community? And I said I was very satisfied. That's how I answered that question. I liked living down here. Different cultural different type of people. You can go to different places. So I'm going to go elaborate a little bit more about that in a minute. So I give it a very satisfied overall. Consider everything. How satisfied would you say you are living in this community? That's my answer. Right now, how likely are you to recommend this community to someone else as a good place to live? It's a trick question. It's a good question. It's a trick question. I would say this. If you're someone who is relatively multicultural, life-living personality like I am, I would say yes. Come down here. It'd be your, like you enjoy it. I think Grand Rapids is great for young couples, actually, who just got married or just starting a date and they just... You know, they want to live life. It's a great place. Uh, however, if you're not from a multicultural community, it might be a little shocking to you because you're going to see poor people not doing nothing. And then you're also going to get people who are living a lifestyle that you may not agree with. So Grand Rapids is pretty strong about... Um, uh, advocating for 
everybody like that. LBGTQ community, along with the trans, transgenders. But I think Grand Rapids is a little different than than any other bigger city. I think I think we have people that are very different than most of us who are heterosexuals, but we don't put it in the faces of those who are not gay. So I think Grand Rapids does a great job of respecting people of that community. And I think the people in the community who are LBGTQ and trans, I think they just kind of leave everyone alone. That's one thing about this LBGTQ community. And I've never been to outside other communities like San Fran or Minnesota or anywhere else. But based on what I see on social media, everyone's out there flashing everybody and all that stuff at the pride, uh, the gay pride festivals and all that. But Grand Rapids doesn't, we don't have a lot of, we don't have people who do that. It's a good thing. So if you're not used to seeing people who are living alternative lives, you're going to see that every once in a while at restaurants, bars. Now, of course, Grand Rapids do have a couple of bars that, who, uh, for the LBGTQ to go there no matter what. So, those two bars, the Rumors and Apartment Lounge, are the two gay bars. And I'm supposed that people go there who are gay, and some people that are not gay go there as well. But it's not, Grand Rapids is not a big deal. To me, it's not a big deal. So, and then it asked me, from your perspective, what are the strengths of the hard side neighborhood? But I just kind of said it. We kind of respect each other. We don't get in each other's faces. We don't try to convert people to be greater, better Christians. Or we don't, I don't know. We just are very laid back. Everyone does their thing. Everyone, uh, yeah, everyone does their thing. They go to, the, to uh, a minor league baseball team in downtown Grand Rapids. They go to the movies, they they have the dash, they have the bus system, reasonable bus system. The dash is great. Uh, you can go anywhere downtown and pick up the dash and be at work or go to work or go to one restaurant to another place and then come home. That's one thing I like about Grand Rapids. Question seven asked me, in your opinion, what could be done, if anything, to make Hartside a better place to live? It's a very trick question. It's a very macho question. This question could be answered in many different ways, in other words. I think that one of the best things that I would consider Grand Rapids doing is uh, is helping the homeless not be, to be homeless. A better way of saying this is that Places like the like the parks are occupied by the homeless. And why that is? It's because they have no places to go. And I think there's a lot of people out there that live in uh in these uh section eight apartments or or these funded apartments. Rent is relatively cheap, but they're on disability and they have no places to go, so they go to the parks. And I 
don't understand why Grand Rapids doesn't do anything about it. And there's nothing that the, that the cops and the firefighters and the EMS people can do until they change the laws in Grand Rapids. And you're saying, well, well, what does that mean? You're being a jerk. Well, for example, there's a couple of facilities down here that accept men who are homeless, but there's a particular one place that I think they semi-help people um, um, have a stay ID or to receive a stay ID. I think the one thing that Grand Rapids needs to do with these shelters is that they need to kind of enforce the idea that these agencies should help people uh, re, uh, get their IDs back, their stay IDs. And the reason why I think that would help be helpful is that you could identify people who are actually mentally ill, uh, people who are financially in a jam or who have lost jobs or are now homeless or and they don't have their stay IDs anymore because the people who are robbing each other are the homeless people. So by helping them get their stay IDs, you can uh, uh, put them in the correct housing or find them a place to live. Uh, you can work on their educational uh, training. Uh, you can help them to um, be part of the community in a positive way. But I really do think that the stay ID thing is something that would be highly recommended for any of the agencies that take in homeless people overnights. I think that'd be the, one of the best places to start. Um, the next question it's going it's asking next. We'd like to know in what ways, if any, you are involved in the community. I work at a rehab center in Grand Rapids, so that's part of my community. Uh, I live down here, obviously, so that's that, That's my two cents. Now, question eight has multiple questions, so I'm going to run this down real quick. So question eight starts out, during the past year, did you participate in the following community activities? So question 8A would be participate in the community residents or tenant associations. I did that. I went to a couple of the heart side meetings about how to improve Grand Rapids uh, uh, in the last past year. I guess the request was for um, the walk signs for people to walk across the street would be three seconds before the, the, the light turns green. So that helped them out. Uh, question B of A would be volunteer to help others in the community. I did not do that because I work every other weekend and the weekends that I've had an opportunity or the but the volunteering opportunity showed up, I was working. So no, I have not. And then they asked me in any way, shape and form participate in the community improvement projects such as cleanup, community gardening and other uh, beneficial effort. I did not do that. Again, 
I got I I have to work on the weekends, so I did not. If asked me if I supported local business events such as sidewalk sales and shop local days, yes, I did. I bought a couple records or CDs at Virgo Record Store on Division. I bought coffee up and down the street of of wealthy restaurants. Um, so then if question D of A would be participating in organized community social events such as such as a festival, black party, a black party and other celebration. Yes, I did the Festival of the Arts. It's a very a lot of fun. There's a lot of music. There's live music. There's a lot of food. I would consider people doing that every year. It's a lot of fun. Uh, supported a local po uh, political organization, candidate, or ballot, or ballot initiative. I voted in Grand Rapids, so that's one way of doing it. I did not participate in any party, so no. Question eight. E or F participated in an in in a advocate group such as school, parent, teacher association, environment organization, or labor union. I would say no because I don't have kids, so I don't think my two cents would really be helpful for them. Uh, personal took action to improve the community as such reporting hazards can contacting authorities about an incident I did not because I did not see it I think again I think that it's really difficult to go after a homeless person for an activity of drug use or alcohol abuse or or whatever reason that you can ever imagine because without a state ID how are you going to identify the person committing a crime, even if the cops know who they are? I think it's in the kind of a, um, it just doesn't make sense to do so. I mean, if people are going to do drugs, they're going to do drugs. If you don't want to grab their state IDs and help them get off the street, then there's really no reason for them to get be arrested for drug abuse. Uh, right now, how willing are you to become involved in the community by working with others to improve, to make things better? I do work in the community, so I am already working in the community to make lives better. So would you like to become more involved in addressing issues that are important to you and your community? Yes, that's question 10. Of course. So I go to these community meetings. How connected are you, would you say, to, to would you say you feel to the community? I, I feel pretty connected. I feel like I'm part of the community of Grand Rapids, the hard side. So, so I go to events. I go to hard side. Uh, uh, there's a hard side block parade that's happening this weekend. So I'll be doing that, stopping in, saying hi. So... Then I'm flipping the page. So, so that was question 9, 10, and 11. Now, qu question 12 would be, how much 
of a positive difference do you feel that you are yourself making your community? I would say some and fair. I don't think I really do much for the community to feel like they're make to make them feel like I'm doing something great. I think it helps the community to have someone like me to that actually works and makes it look good for Grand Rapids Inc. and and the hard side community because I'm employed. But you gotta remember you you really need to focus on the people who are actually who have lived down here a lot longer than I have and then they're and they actually belong to Grand Rapids. So again that's talking about the homeless or people who are very low income. So the next questions are gonna be based on we are also interested in the ways in which other residents are involved in the community. So question 13 is this. It starts like this. How likely would you say it is is it, it, it is that people in your community would help out the following occurred? So, for example, 13A would be I need a ride to somewhere. That's That's an iffy question. I don't believe people would really do that because... A lot of times it's very difficult to realize who's homeless and who's not. So I think if you're living next door to your neighbor and you kind of go or work on the same shift, I think it could happen. But I don't see that some guy on on the third or fifth floor is going to go up to the seventh floor and ask someone for a ride to work. just don't see it. Or to, or, or, and then asking, I need a favor such as picking up mail or borrowing, borrowing a tool. I think that's a possible if you get the door knocked or someone knocks on your door. Yeah, I think your neighbor would ask me for a, for a um, hammer or something. Yeah. Uh, question 13C. An elderly, an elderly, uh, an old person neighbor needed someone to to particularly check on him or her. I think that would be possible. I think if my neighbor was old and they someone told me to knock on their door at three o'clock in the afternoon, I would do that, of course. Um, 13D, a neighbor needed someone to take care of their child in emergency, in the case of emergency. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think people around here would do that. All right. So, question 14. Now, please tell us a little bit about services in the community. So this is going to ask me about what I do in the community or what I need from the community. For example, how would you rate the following public services in your community? I It says very good, good, fair, poor, very poor, and not applicable. I will tell you this. 
I put the fire department, police department, and ambulance response as fair. I think they can only do so much that they can do. And then the rest of it is depending on the residents of Grand Rapids. So I couldn't say yes. I couldn't give them a very good because it's their job to do that service. I, couldn't, I wouldn't give them poor, very poor, because that's not fair to any of those agencies. Grand Rapids does a poor job of collecting trash. Now, I think Grand Rapids City picks up trash pretty good, but I think when you leave it to the downtown ambassadors to pick up trash on the street or in the grass or some part of the of the of the green grass or yards, I'm losing words, folks. I think the trash collectors do a good job. Then they asked me about the homeless outreach team. I would give them a 6 out of 10 because I think they're doing their best, but I think they could do a lot better. I think they need to be more organized. I think they need to understand a little bit better how to help people. I think they do the re- the research, and I'm sure they have the data, but I, to me, I don't think they're doing enough. Then the downtown ambassadors. The downtown ambassadors are... Are people that would in the, in the in the past they would tell people where to go who are coming into town for conventions or community events, and then the downtown ambassadors would uh, answer questions based on people visiting Grand Rapids. However, oh, they would they did also other things. The downtown ambassador. They would help clean the Grand Rapids district area. They would get paid by the Grand Rapids Inc. Uh, a lot of times they do a really good job. Um, I would tell you that they helping people find places isn't really relevant anymore. That's why I was trying to explain earlier. Um, in the past, I know that they had an outreach program for the downtown ambassadors, but that really didn't do well because it was really we weren't cops we couldn't force them to leave we couldn't tell them that they had to leave a storefront we didn't have the authorities to do so um the interaction with the homeless was a little bit nuisance because they knew that they could get away with anything and then they would wait till we would leave um at my point of view, when I used to work there, we would have to call the police if somebody like Bob uh, threw himself or crawled himself on the road so that he can go to the hospital. But the other services that their uh, question 13 is asking is, um, I mean 14 is asking about is uh, public services, snow removal, street cleaning. Um, I would say that they probably need to do more street cleaning, especially the sidewalks in um, the district, especially on like Ionia or somewhere within where people are walking a lot. I know that Monroe Center has a heated sidewalk, so it makes no difference. They The snow melts automatically. Um, it's very much like Ann Arbor, I guess I heard. But uh, the street 
cleaning. I mean, it's a city, so you're always going to miss spots. You're always going to have problems with that sometimes. So I'm going to move on to the next questions about uh, uh, public uh, infrastructures in the community. So a lot of these questions that I'm going to read about right here are going to be basically um, things that the city of Grand Rapids, uh, Hartside, really wanted. So, for example, based on strongly agree to strongly disagree, the street lightning lights in the neighborhood is sufficient to eliminate pedestrians' walkways access to their homes. Now, I don't know anything about the past, but I guess that they're doing a lot better job with lights. Uh, the next question is that there are a few or no dead street lights evident in the neighborhood. Well, because I live downtown on Ionia, I can't say much what's going on in in the city where you do, you, you have where the houses are are. I live more by the business district in apartment complexes. So the next question would it be: the street lights is sufficient to the business district to eliminate? I mean to. E e Eliminate sidewalks access to businesses. Eliminate. So it means what I'm trying to say is that the lights are on. And that's very much true. I would never, ever have to worry about the lights not being on on Monroe Center. And Monroe Center can get a little dark. But because they have uh, festivals and things going on during the winter, it it's not that dark. Um Ionia, there's street lights everywhere, so it's it's not really a dangerous or anything like that in itself. Uh, I do think that sometimes uh, people can get spooked out by the park, the Hartside Park, during the evening when it gets really dark after 10 in the summer and after 6, 5.30, 5 in the winter. Um, the conditions of the sidewalks and curbs in the neighborhood or adequate for ease and pedestrian use. When I do walk down, no, when I do take my car downtown to the pedestrian streets like Wealthy, Fulton, or any of the sidewalk, or any of those side roads, you do see a little, a bit of a problem with the sidewalks. I, I think they need to do more work with that. Um, the conditions and placement of trash receptacles and the neighborhoods are adequ adequate. I can't say because I don't know much about that. I don't live in the in the heart of the neighborhood, so I I can't really s argue with or disagree with a statement. Uh, the conditions and placement. Oh, I already did read that questions. All right, it was seventeen. Question seventeen: areas that would benefit from improvement in infrastructure include can't pop anything in my head i don't i don't know so i'm not going to answer that question i will go to the next question the questions uh 18 next we will have a few questions about safety in the community um very safe to unsafe 
in your home during the daytime? Do you feel safe or unsafe? I feel safe. Uh, and during the evening, um, people can't get in my apartment unless someone lets them in. Uh, people can't get to the floors unless you have the key to adapt to the floors. So I feel safe. I can't say much about the neighborhood. Um, walking in the neighborhood during the daytime, I feel safe. Walking in the neighborhood at night, if you're a girl, I think it might be that might be a different question because um, people will go after. Well, based on the human sex trafficking thing, Jank, that we have going on in the world. Grand Rapids, unfortunately, leads in that category where we have a lot of, well, not a lot, but some action with that stuff. I think if you're a girl, I think you should always walk with a partner or a friend. Um, the next questions can, uh, pertain to, now what I'd like to know about how you think the community has changed in the past three years. I can't really go through these because I haven't lived here. And they don't give you an option to say have not lived here in three years or, or, or I do not want to answer them. Uh, so this is question twenty twenty one. Yeah, I'll I'll try to answer question twenty one. Thinking about the next three years, how would you say your community is likely to change? I would say probably to do something about uh people at the Heartside Park from sitting around uh people um uh by my complex when it rains they're hovering over the um over the um roof not they're not on the roof but the roof comes out so they don't get wet so when they I've noticed that that when it rains, they go around buildings that have the uh, the roof that overlaps the street a little bit. So that's a problem that you're going to always have. Um, I really don't think that they should always have a bathrooms or uh, Johns on on Western and Wealthy. I think that takes down the the art or the community by having people. Uh, go to the restrooms. So they're kind of like a Porter John's, and they make it all look fancy, so it looks like it's part of the of the neighborhood. But I I think they, I think that Grand Rapids needs a place where people who are homeless can pop in and go to the restroom at one or two o'clock in the morning. I will say that. Uh. Popping over to the next questions. Uh, following the list that of changes that have re recently been made in the hard side neighborhood, in your opinion, which of these, if any, has made hard side a better place to live? Um, one of the one of the categories is hard side downtown neighborhood association meetings. I think that's a good thing. Gives the community an opportunity to chit chat about what their what's on their minds, concerns, uh, wishes, uh, applause, and all that. Uh, Hardside Downtown Neighborhood Association events. When I first moved in here, uh, there was an association event of pizza from Pompino's. That was pretty cool. 
Uh, there was another one just this last February that I went to. The downtown ambassadors en engagement. They've been here for the last four years, so or five, almost maybe ten. So I think they have always been engaged in the community. Uh, downtown ambassador clean team daily trash pickup. Again, they can't do everything and they can't be everywhere all the time, but I think they don't have the budget or uh, Grand Rapids Inc. doesn't have the budget to hire more cleaning ambassadors. I think if anything that the city of Grand Rapids needs to clean, it's the are the uh, buildings that are not occupied by businesses or people who are living residents. So that's a one thing that they should improve in. Uh, improvement in neighborhood lighting, lighting. I think that because I live on Ionia again, I don't have that much of a problem. Uh, more cigarette receptacles. People that smoke can put their cigarettes in these little smart cases so the butts are not everywhere. That look, that makes it look better. Um, additional dog waste dispensers. I think that's a plus. I think they need more. Uh, I have a lot of neighbors of mine that have dogs and cats. So cats don't poop outside, but they have a lot of cats and dogs in this building. Uh, Peggage Park improvement. Peggage Park has improved, but, however, they have a sitting area behind Dejeje on Sheldon Street. So they just moved the homeless from Division to Sheldon Street. Uh, Sheldon Street is where Ferguson homes are, apartments for low income. Uh, Hartside Park Improvement. I don't think that can be any better or worse. I think that there's just limited parking. I think Grand Rapids does a great job of having free parking on the weekend. So that might, that's a great thing for for Grand Rapids. Uh, Streetlights, crosswalk uh, additions to South Division between Cherry and Wealthy. I think that helps out. It's making sure people don't get hit. A lot of people in the past have got hit on that street because they were intoxicated or high. Uh, the public restrooms at Western Division, that's a those uh, portable johns that they put right there, I think they're are a good idea, but they make the city look kind of trashy. Uh, question 25 will be asking me, I mean, 24 will be asking, recently there has been an, an increased community events and activities in Hartside neighborhood. Are there other neighborhood activities or events that you would like to see offer? Please describe them here. Uh, since I first moved in here, I really don't know a lot about these other events in other neighborhoods. But uh, I don't know. I think, I guess I would say more musical events in Hartside Park. That'd be cool. Uh, right now, if you had a chance to, a choice, would you continue to live in Hartside or would you move somewhere else? I would continually live here. I think there's improvements that can happen. Um, I think there's a way to work with uh, 
group of people who are between the ages of 16 and 25 who don't have jobs, who are kind of floating around the city, um, in the parks, in the neighborhood, and in the libraries. I think there's a lot of people out there who are a lot young people who are between 25 and 16 that could uh, use a lot of help to uh, prove it, to improve their lives. Um, when it comes down to houses or housing, how concerned are you that each of the following might happen? Uh, there's a question here that you would no longer be able to live in a current apartment because of changes that are made in your building management. The only way that I would be concerned if, if the apartments that I live in is not owned by uh, or not run by the state of Michigan to uh, lower income or, or income base. I think if they, if uh, I think if Grand Rapids lost his license or this building lost his license through the state of Michigan to regulate rent, I think I'd be concerned. Uh, that you will need to move uh, the the well. The next question is really asking about if you would be worried about moving outside of Hartside because the apartments in the neighborhood will become too expensive. Yeah, I mean that could be a concern, but I mean if if I have to move, I will move. I mean I'm not going bicker and complain about that. That you have the next question uh, that if you had to leave Hartside, you would not be able to find housing you can afford someplace else in Grand Rapids. I uh, I don't think I'm gonna have that problem. I think I'm pretty much protected by the state of Michigan, or the state of Michigan was has a has a system going that helps people with. Income base, so I, I'm not really concerned about that. Uh, let's go to question 27. Next, we have a few questions about shopping, fresh fruit, vegetables, made the fresh, uh, fresh that we um, raw, pr raw uh, pr produce. Uh, so question 27, which of the following are the places where you mostly often obtain groceries? Uh, I usually go to the LG Heights area, so it's more like the Ken's Fruit Market. I will go down to the Bridge Street Market, a Meyer store, which is convenient on Bridge Street if I need some small items. Um... When it comes to transportation, how, how often are you utilizing the following options? I never take the rapid. I take the dash sometimes. Don't need to take the go bus. Uh, I will fall off the limit, uh, lime scooters or bike or uh, bikes. I haven't used a bike yet, so maybe that'll be changing soon. I do have my own car, so that's how I tra transport to point A to point B. Um, where do you access the following services, groceries, outside of Hardside, mental health services, my doctor's in another city, 
same thing with a physician, pharmacy. I think my pharmacy is on West, on uh, Wealthy by uh, Mulligans and all that. Uh, I bank, my banks are either on Hardside, on Wealthy, or, or on Michigan Street. So, so let's go to question 31. How often do you shop at business in the hard side? I probably shop in business in the hard side maybe once every three months. Uh, if I do shop in the hard side, how much do I spend? I spend between, uh, I would say between zero and 25 or 50, I think. Which hard side business are your favorite neighborhood business to shop from? I would tell you I like the Lantern. I like the, any restaurants on Commerce, um, Stella's Lounge. I do like Lu Luna's Mexican Restaurant. Hop, Hop, Hopcat is another one. Um... I've been going to less of those restaurants because I go there a lot. So Grand Rapids Brewing is one of that I used to go to. Um, lost friends, contact the people there, so I don't really go there anymore. Um, additional to businesses, what do you wish was located in your heart side? I think I would want something like a grocery store, like a fresh fruit market. Uh, I know that we have the market, uh, um, the market uh, on Ionia, but that's that food's quite expensive, actually, folks. Um, but I think we need more fresh fruit. I think we need, uh, I don't know, maybe a um, a kind of cafeteria area where people can go to get something to eat on division. Uh, any learning center for the homeless would be good on division. The storefronts there, I would like to have a sporting goods store or a something like that. A clothing store for men, would that be nice? Um, question 35 is asking about my rent, a home, my rent. Um, I live by myself, it's 36. I don't have no children is the question for 37. And then all the gender stuff that it's not really important to be notified. I think it's just kind of nonsense. But, you know, it's going to ask you if you're male, female, or pronoun, or are you white, or Latino, or you're black, or whatever. That was the last three questions. So there you go, folks. I named it all. It took me another 20 minutes. I would tell people Grand Rapids is a great city. Hardside is pretty good. Uh, I think the only thing that it, that, that Grand Rapids or Hardside really needs to work on is the homeless. I don't think there's a, um, a legitimate reason to, to arrest people without state IDs. I think there should be a kind of a learning center for for people with uh, who are receiving a state ID to get them back to work, you can acknowledge people that are not able to work 40 hours. It makes a lot more sense to help people that way. 
Um, but there you go, folks. There's my uh, take about the hard side. So uh, I'd like to thank uh, Buzzsprout for distributing my podcast. I'd like to thank everyone that came back to listen to it. I know that's not very very many people. Um, but you can always hear me from uh, Spotify. Um, you can always listen to me on Apple Podcasts or anything that Apple is connected with. Um, but all right, peace. Love, I'm out of here.